You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. All right, we have a lighter agenda this week. Uh, right now, Summer House is on, so we will not be recapping it. Uh, and there was no Atlanta because of the Super Bowl, which I could have used some Atlanta after that Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. It was a rough Super Bowl for us Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes fan. I hate Tom Brady so much. But, you know, Salt Lake took me out of my funk from that Super Bowl because it was a great part one. And dare I say, Mary was MVP, in my opinion, of part one of the reunion. Uh, Absolutely. And I was thinking about it. You know, Mary didn't get a ton of FaceTime in any of the episodes, but she is laughing all the way to the bank because she was casted as a full-time house, you know, housewife. So she's probably getting a pretty decent amount per episode. And whether she's on for five seconds or 50 minutes, she's getting paid the same per episode. So I was like thinking about it, like she might actually now come back. I think she could, unless the FBI investigates her, as people are hinting at. And she performed great at the reunion. She's going to have the best reunion because she was hardly on. There's not that much to nitpick her. (laughs) No, you're right. And Well, and I just thought she was so quick on her feet. She was actually really entertaining to me. I laughed when they brought up the green loofah dress. And she's like, well, I can fit in it. Or like, I forgot what. I was like, well, damn, Mary. Um, She was talking about her hair. I thought she was like, it was, that was hard for me. That was hard. It was, it was bad. She was saying how bad her hair was. I don't know. I, I actually liked Mary. I will say it started off and I was like, yeah, go Lisa Barlow. And Honestly, after 10 minutes, I was like, oh, Lisa, they did not prepare you for this. She was coming in hot. And then terrible, I felt like, after that. So she comes in hot. She cuts off Andy. The roll the tape. I loved it. I was like, okay, she is going to definitely own this conversation today. And then I felt like after that, she just, all anyone said, she was like, actually, no, I'm not manipulative. You're manipulative. No, I'm not mean. You're mean. Like, it was just kind of like, okay. Well, I'm not dismissive. You're dismissive. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I was like, that's your comeback to everyone. That's like a toddler. Like, oh no, I'm not a poopy head. You're a poopy head. I was just like, Lisa, wh- where was this? Like the first, the first 10 minutes, Lisa, who was like, no, roll the tape. I'm, that's not true. There's footage. There's footage. I was like, yes. All right. And then 
I just felt like she fizzled. I was really disappointed after that. Well, and you know what else fizzled were Whitney's receipts that she was trying oh. to show. <laughs> oh my God. Whitney. Talk about something like falling flat. I like how even Andy was like, honey, these are terrible. Like I'm not even, he like was so excited, walks over. And I was like ready to have a meme going about like new girl knows to bring the receipts. And I was like, oh no, she doesn't. I wonder if like how, I mean, even if you screenshotted it and like, printed it on your wireless printer at home from your phone, it would still look like legible. I just want to know how, like, what was the process for these for her? <laughs> Can we get a behind the scenes printing of the receipt? <laughs> yeah. Please, bravo, producers. No, I, I thought it was a great part one. It was an interesting dynamic. Jen Shaw, shockingly, probably, I don't know, um, with the advice of her eight assistants, was pretty calm for her. Yeah. I felt like I felt like she knew she couldn't come in hot. I think she realized her wrongdoing. It did hurt me to see Heather hurt by them even after a year. And that exchange between her and Andy was so interesting to me because she's like, "Wait, what? I'm saying I'm sorry." And he's like, "It's been a year and you haven't said you're sorry." Yeah. And her apology was just kind of like, "Okay, you're right. I apologize." It wasn't heartfelt at all. So I could see why I kind of felt bad for Heather. I felt like, um, you know, she's not, has not resolved anything with Jen Shaw, clearly. Lisa and her are no better than they were at the beginning. And a lot of people were saying, like, we posted a meme about how we love Lisa and we love Heather. Like, yes, they are enemies and we love them both. Don't make us pick a side. And a lot of people were like, I don't understand why they were so mad at each other at the reunion. They really didn't seem to have any beef the rest of the season. They just never really resolved it. I mean, it started early on. But we didn't, we just never saw it resolved. And I think they just kind of let it go. And then it came back at the reunion. I just, I felt really bad for her. And then when she was talking about how she's connected with Mary because of, you know, both of their fathers passed away. I was like, oh my gosh, Heather, you just feel like you've been through a lot in the last No, whatever, she's definitely year. been through a lot. And I feel like that their argument is so much a bruise to the ego. And, you know, we have a lot of pride. You get a lot of, you get very proud, prideful as you get older. So the fact that she acted like she didn't know her, like I, I could understand being dismissive <laughs> to someone who acted that way towards you. And Heather is pretty ride or die, as we saw. Like she said, I'm going to stand by Jen. Even I'm going to still escort her to the door, even when she acted like that and acted like a fool, because I want to make sure she's safe. Like Heather's a legit friend. So I think she's just needs Lisa to really acknowledge her part in it. And Lisa is never going to own that part. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. Uh, I'm really I'm pivoting a little to Meredith and I'm really mad at Ryan Bailey because he stole an idea I had and he did it better than me. I loved they brought up the vagina thing and <laughs> Brooks apparently was so scared after seeing Jen's vagina that he had to go to Best Buy. And I just want to know for any gay men listening out there, I mean, is Best Buy where you go when you're scarred by a vagina? It was a very odd choice for me. It's like, oh, I saw the vagina. I didn't, I didn't I know. Yeah. Well, who goes to Best Buy? I mean, unless you're buying stuff to make TikToks okay. or whatever. But like what? I, say, I have to tell you, though, insider tip. Best Buy always has 20% off coupons and you can use it on the Dyson blow dryer there. Oh, joking. wow. Yeah, I bought my Dyson blow dryer from my yeah. husband got it from Best Buy. You're welcome to someone yeah. who's been craving or wanting, itching to buy that. 
Yeah, no, I, <laughs> the Best Buy thing, there was a lot to digest there in that <laughs> conversation in that moment. Like who goes to Best Buy when they've been, <laughs> saw a vagina? Why not say it in the moment? I, I mean, Kyle was like, I don't see what the big deal is. And I was like, listen, like if you're an 18 year old boy, you're telling me you would not be bothered by seeing your mom's vagina. And he was like, oh. Okay, I get it. But I don't know that I would have been bothered enough to have gone to Best Buy. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to be so bothered about Best Buy. I Yeah, I thought that was it just the whole like, string of events. And then it seems like they both have a bit, a bit of a different understanding of how the rest of that evening went, where Meredith is saying Jen was so drunk she passed out. Jen was saying they are having a sleepover. I thought on the episode it was a planned sleepover, though. It was a planned sleepover because I remember Brooks like getting, this is where we're getting mommy dearest vibes from Brooks because he's like, I don't want her to sleep over. I want to hang out. And so she canceled it on her. And, you know, this was pre-pandemic, pre-Ubers aren't, you know, the safest thing to probably take right now. So you can't think of it in that way. But I'm guessing that Jen... Even if she could have had one of her eight assistants take her home, she probably just felt really lonely. I mean, the theme with Jen this season, other than just someone who's in a lot of pain, is she's also really lonely. So I think she just probably is like, I'm going to have a good time. If it's okay, maybe they don't live that close to each other and stay the night. But that whole art, that whole like entanglement was interesting to me. And then Meredith saying that she secretly records her and Meredith is like a drunk smoker. I like she's like, I have one or two when I've been drinking. Like, I feel like that's what every person who claims they don't smoke says. But yeah, the fact that she was like, you basically threatened me with that recording. And then she put it out there. Like, listen, if you, if this is what you want to do, I'll play. I just, what an odd friendship. I couldn't imagine secretly recording you. And then later being like, I just want you to know I'm going to put that out there. Like that's blackmailed and by its definition. I used to secretly record my friends in college when they would get drunk. This totally was, different. This was no, it is, but this is like before we had it on our phones and with our yeah. digital cameras. <laughs> I would record friends and then like laugh at it the next day because that's what we had to do. I so I I've secretly recorded, but not with the intentions of like blackmail. And yeah. I I believe Meredith on that. I I, I do too. Thousand percent believe Meredith and like Jen's intentions. Yeah. I think Jen is someone that will hit below the belt when she's like fired up and angry. And I could just see her being mad at something and texting Meredith and being like, I'm going to let everyone know you're a smoker. Like, and because why would Meredith say it and put it out there? Like she, otherwise she basically just told the world she smokes and not that it's like that big of a deal. Um, but I just, I, I, a hundred percent believe Meredith. I also the love that, uh, they were talking about Brooks's line with how it's just like one tracksuit. And Mary was like, well, it's kind of different. I was just like, oh, Mary, like, I am really starting to like you. I But it is like, I, and I understand Meredith as being like super protective of her son, but it is just one tracksuit. Like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, if I were her, I'd be like, it is a hell of a good tracksuit. It may be yeah. one, but it's one hell of a good tracksuit. Like most designers tend to have like one signature item before they branch out. And so his is a tracksuit. It's not it's not Juicy Couture in my mind, but it's a Brooks Marks tracksuit. And we're talking about it right now. So there we go. I hope Andy got one and I hope he 
post a picture in it. I hope I just- Benjamin gets one. There's nothing oh. cuter than a little babe in a tracksuit. And I think of, Wait, was it Warren or Hewitt? Which oh one? Oh my God. Warren, I should post it. He was wearing a, yeah, like a matching tracksuit. It was an Adidas tracksuit. So he gave it to us. And it was when my son was at his like really chubby, like when they are not mobile phase, but they're eating food. Oh my God. He needed like a little like gold chain and an espresso cup. He just looked, he looked like DJ Khaled. Um, but yeah, no, I forgot. I would love to see a matching like Andy and Benjamin. And Yes. Make that happen, Brooks Marks. Make it happen. Yes. But I agree. I think it was a really strong part one. It's going to get three parts. I can't wait. I think part two, part three. Like, I I just think they've done a really good job producing the show, even if there wasn't maybe, like, drama that we typically have. The way they produced it, I mean, Hospital Smell is still getting brought up. Like, what other show does Hospital Smell still seem relevant and interesting? And I, I that's why I love Salt Lake. Yeah. Well, and Mary's out of her freaking closet. So we have more of that to look forward to. Uh, I I can't wait to see more of Mary in part two and part three. I, I'm changing my tune. I am, I'm admitting this. I'm not much of a flip flapper, almost to like a fault that I don't like to change my opinions on things. But I, um, I want Mary to come back now. I still don't want Jen Shaw, but I want Mary. I think... I kind of think Mary will come back because of the ego. And I flip-flop all the time. You listening, if you've been listening to a while, you're like, well, last week Vanessa was on this train and now she's <laughs> on this train. Like, I'm definitely the worst of that. And I'm I, I'm owning it. But I'm here. I'm welcoming her back. Like, I, it's just an interesting thing. Honestly, I feel like if there wasn't the yuckiness with the church dynamic and, like, the financials, obviously we'd all enjoy Mary a hell of a lot more. Oh, and the fact that her grandpa. It's been a couple weeks since we've gotten our FitTrack Dara Smart Scale, and I have to say, there's so many new features that I love about it. One of the things that I like about it is that it's awesome for families. Kyle has access to it. He can use it, and there is an infant mode. Camila, I'm able to track her weight. She's pre, she was a preemie, as you guys know. So I'm able to just kind of make sure that she's progressing as she should. What else do you love about it, Abby? I I mean, I'm still loving all of the metrics. I really found that I don't even pay attention to actually my weight. I'm looking at what is my, you know, muscle mass, what's my, you know, my bone density, how am I doing from a water perspective? And so I feel like I am just now looking at my overall health instead of just my actual weight, which for me, it's been a lot more rewarding than just a number on the scale. That's awesome. And now you, you know, let's stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to fittrack.com slash real moms to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 30% with code BUILD30 at checkout. That's fittrack.com slash real moms. That's F I T T R A C K dot com slash real moms to save 50% plus get an additional 30% off your order with code BUILD30 at checkout. Don't miss out this amazing limited time offer, fittrack.com slash real moms with code BUILD30 at checkout. And you guys, you didn't hear it from me, but there is a deleted Reddit. Um, Let me find the URL. 
it's it goes there on Mary's church on Mary. There is a rumor that um, she basically, like they said, she was sick, that she was on her deathbed, that she was not like that she needed prayers from everyone. Okay, so if you go to remove Reddit, uh, then the tea on Mary and her granddaddy husband from ROSLC. But basically, they're talking about how the whole church was giving money to her to feel better, that they just like they were so worried about her. And she came back and probably had like a they basically said a ton of plastic surgery. I'm trying to find exactly how they worded it. Oh, is that what's that um, story? Not the same thing, but my mind like immediately went there. You know, with the Munchausen, like the legit Munchausen situation that there was like a, a movie and a documentary on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, it happened in Missouri. The act. Yes. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Where she basically like forced her daughter to always be sick and in a wheelchair because she liked the attention. What's her name? Oh, Blanchard. Yes. Gypsy. Yes. Gypsy. She ended not up the killing same her thing, mom. But yeah. yeah, yes. There was a murder involved. Yes. Not the same thing. But this is why when you watch too much true crime and your worlds intersect, that's where my brain was going when as you were okay. talking about that. I have to say one other thing, just because we've got a little more time. I know we went over last week. We've only have one more show. We just have Dallas to cover. So I feel like all of you will appreciate this. So Mary's name is really Mary Martha. And when her grandmother died in 1997, uh, her soon-to-be husband, step-grandfather, was preaching and telling all the women in the church to leave him alone and not to try to get with him. And that God will send him someone to comfort him in his time of mourning. And people were gossiping because Mary was spending so much time at his house that rumors quickly began to spread. And he even preached about the gossiping and said she was strictly comforting him and said that her husband doesn't mind. Why do you? So Mary was married when her her grandma died. And then, yeah, just wait. I don't know why. I think this is so crazy. So her step-grandfather is now preaching at this church, and he calls out Mary's husband and to the front of the entire church, makes him come up and stand in front of everyone, and starts telling the congregation that he is going to allow Mary to divorce Dana. Dana was the guy's name because Dana was forcing Mary to perform unclean sex acts on him, AKA oral sex. Then he immediately kicked Dana out of the church. And shortly thereafter, the Bishop called a meeting where all of the children were there. So it's Mary's mom, like and her aunts were there. And he told all the family that he needed them to pray on something that God was telling him. And that he wanted all of them to pray to God and ask for an answer of yes or no without telling them what it was. They re-meet and get together. And of course, they all said yes. And that God told them yes. All of them except Mary's mom, Rozzy, who said it was no. Then with the approval of most of the children, he told them all that God was telling him and Mary to get married. Hence, that is how Mary married her step-grandfather one year after her grandma died and became the first lady and co-pastor of the church. Her mom, who was a choir director at the time, was not having the marriage and with of her daughter and her own stepdad and tried to take over the church and kick the bishop out. She failed, left the church, and took half the congregation with her. 
Wow. Honestly, listening to all of that, I just like I it makes just makes me feel yucky, like trauma and Mary. Like, yeah. I just hope she's OK, you know? Well, it makes me. So here's what like the whole unclean sex acts like that he was forcing her. So like maybe I mean, it's still right when it's your husband, if it's unconsensual. And so maybe he was like kind of sexually abusing her. So she was so OK to get out of that marriage because she could be with what someone she thought maybe would be better to her. And that explains why she lied for two months about like trying to get out of having sex with him. I just, my heart is so broken for her. I want her to go see Kimberly, the um, hypnotherapist from Vegas, because I think she's got a lot of things that are being suppressed. And um, for those listening now, we're releasing this on Friday. On Monday, we are releasing an episode we did with Kimberly, the, um, hypnotherapist from uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And it's amazing. Like you're going to want to go buy her book and talk to her a million times. But I think she needs to work with Mary. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And yeah, no, that's wild. Now I'm going to, and now I know what rabbit hole I'm going to be taking tonight. Thank you. If you guys ask me via DMs, I will put it out there. I don't want to promote it just because it was removed from Reddit. So that means maybe somebody said it was incredible, but I think there's some truth to this. So yes, it's all alleged. We'll say alleged, alleged, alleged. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, All right. Moving on to Dallas. There's no alleging um, the crickets here. uh, And we're not talking about silence. We're talking about bugs on pizza. But before we get to the pizza party, Deandra goes to see her shaman or shaman, shaman, shaman is a toilet paper. Sorry. And she says that Carrie's jealous of her, that she thinks Carrie's jealous of her. And that's why they're fighting. I'm like, I don't think you're listening to the fights that you guys are having. I never get jealousy out of it. Those two, I feel like just don't, shouldn't be friends. Like uh, friendships aren't that hard. And if if a friendship becomes hard like that, maybe you're just not meant to be friends. That's my hot take. I agree. I think, I mean, some people just, yeah, aren't meant to be friends. And at the end of the day, I don't know if they should be. I thought it was interesting that Deandra said she really misses the friendship, but I don't think Carrie does. I think Carrie's okay. Uh, Yeah, Carrie's just fine. I mean, I think they could be like party friends. Like, I feel like to me, they are two people who probably went intoxicated, have a great time together. Because, you know, if you're having, if you're out and having fun with people, like it's not hard to not, not have a good time. But outside of that, I don't know that they connect. Yeah, I agree. Uh, What, what did you think about? Okay. We should start by saying we love Dr. Tiffany Moon. But what did you think of her trying to plan this pizza party? Oh, my gosh. Sweet, sweet Tiffany. Dr. Moon. Oh, like, and she admits this in her confessionals. You can see it, that she did not grow up with a group of girlfriends and any of that. Like, I was just like, oh, Tiffany, no. <laughs> like, don't text everyone and tell them they have to leave at 1030. Like, I get being turned off by that, even if you do like to go to bed early. I I would be a little annoyed because you walk in, you're walking into a party like already thinking is it going to be over. I I kind of agree with Cam on the argument of that. Like you could have kind of told everyone like or just kick them out and say, hey, I got to work in the morning. Like leave. I yeah. There's way better ways to go about that. I would have. I would either sent at the beginning, like, I'm so excited to have everyone over for a pizza party. Just a heads up. This isn't, you know, this is going to be a little bit of a more 
low key gathering. And I do have an important meeting the next day. So, you know, we'll be wrapping up the party, you know, relatively early or maybe make a joke like we won't be, you know, dancing on tables till 3 a.m. like we did for Carrie's birthday, something like that. But then, or like you said, when people get there, just like, hey, by the way, guys, I'm probably going to like not last very long tonight because I've got, a, you know, something to go to. I'm in the same camp as Stephanie. I'm like, I'd be thrilled. I'm going to bed early. Who cares? But it, it is a little off-putting. Like, it would make me feel like, why are you even doing this? Does it? Yeah. Like- it just seems like the intentions feel like you're forcing yourself to do this and they're, they're all filming a television show. It just feels like, uh, I'm doing this because I have to. And I'm going through the motions yeah. of doing it. It doesn't feel like, hey, I actually want to spend time with you and come over so ah uh, I was like damn it Tiffany if you would have just you know consulted with us we would have told you don't do that just you know turn off the lights turn on closing time by semi-sonic and make everyone leave I also felt like she should have maybe figured out a better way to have an entrance I get not wanting people to have their shoes on in your house. I think that's fine. I've been places where they're like, oh, hey, if you don't mind when you take your shoes off. Or I just notice everyone has their shoes off and I take mine off too. Like, I don't think that's like rude, but you know, she was like giving a tour of her house. And then I don't know. I just feel like don't have people in your house. Just make it an all outdoor party. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was weird with the whole like taking your shoes off and having to wear booties and then you throw the booties away like the, or the little, you know, the little sock booty things that cover your shoes. And then you, you have to throw those away. And if you had to go to the bathroom again, you had to get a new pair. I don't know. I'm just like, why are you having people over if you want to go to bed at 1030 and you don't want anybody in your house? Yeah, no, I totally get it. And I think from like a cultural standpoint, that's, you know, something common in Asian culture. So I, I understand it. I agree with you. Maybe they could have met in the backyard, but then that's also kind of weird too. It, it just, she wasn't set up for success for this. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> at least she even said like, this was a terrible party. Like I just, yeah, it was not, it was, it not, was good. not great. And I feel bad because you can tell like, she's like, Oh, I have decorations. Like I, I can know. totally see her going through the motions. And like, as she was planning it with, with her husband, this is like the very analytical side of her where she's like, okay, I have pizza. People like pizza. I have wine. People like wine. (laughs) Oh, I have a gift and it's monogram. They like monograms. Like I can totally see her like checking through the motion. And then it's like, just because you have all these things and put them all together doesn't mean the party is still going to be great. I know. I just, I I felt bad for her. I felt like it was, yeah, it was like a little kid trying to have like the best birthday party ever. And like, just like you said, like goes through like, okay, people like this, people will do this. And then she put the crickets in the mix, though, too. I was like, uh, again, I get trying to be funny. It fell flat. No, I, I, again, it was like, it was, yeah, it was like, okay, you, I don't know that that's funny, even. I mean, I think Tiffany is pretty funny. Like her TikToks are entertaining, her interview confessions are entertaining, but like, um, eating crickets, I don't know if that's, you know, ha 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 ha. Like, let's, let's bond over it. That, that wasn't funny. And she was a little aggressive with trying to get everyone to eat it, eat the pizza. Yeah. And then lying and later telling everyone, like, I, I get it. Like, okay. Like you didn't notice it, but if somebody doesn't want to eat bugs, they don't want to eat bugs. I kind of agreed with Brandy's comparison. Like, okay, well, if I made you eat poop and you didn't know it, but later I tell you you ate poop, you're going to feel sick to your stomach. Like I, I, I kind of, I think it was, I was surprised she actually threw up. I don't know if that would have been my response, but I think I would have just been like, all right, I told you I didn't want to eat bugs and you 
kind of lied and put it on your pizza anyway. I just, that to me, that wasn't a funny joke. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't get the throwing up. Honestly, the most appalling part of it all was the fact that Brandy says she doesn't like bread or pizza. I mean, who doesn't like pizza? That was wild to me. I'm like, that seems like the last thing I would have ever expected out of her mouth. That was I, interesting. I feel like she'd be the type of person to be all over a pizza party. I That's thought what that I mean. Like, so, like she's yeah. like Miss Fireball. Like, have a good time dancing on tables. Like, who doesn't like pizza? I did wonder. I was like, well, maybe she's pregnant early phases of pregnancy and didn't know it and that's part of the reason why she threw up i don't know i mean because she does i mean she's due in april i don't know when were they filming this mm, like last it had summer? to be at least like may june yeah she would, would well she would have been like possibly who knows uh, who well, knows I mean, we can digest yeah. this even more we can keep going but but good news is they're gonna go on a trip Yes, and also life hack in case you didn't know, if we ever have a toilet paper shortage, look for pink toilet paper. I want to know is that really true? Were people like was pink toilet paper like the secret thing people were buying? I have to imagine where you order pink toilet paper is like so specialized and niche that like they probably never run out. How many people I, are buying? As someone who is particular about toilet paper, and this is not an ad for Cha 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 Charmin, this is not an ad. I would imagine that pink toilet paper is not as soft as the ultra soft Charmin. I agree. I love Charmin. I feel like it would be like, I don't know. Let's not discuss it anymore. I'm like, that would be uncomfortable. All right. Well, moving on. So yeah, Dallas is going to Austin. We are excited for the trip. Uh, I think we're going to see some more of these friendships start to form with Tiffany. I think her and Cam actually might actually like start getting along a little bit i don't think so something big oh wait no i know i think they're gonna start being friends i think they're gonna get close and something's gonna happen where someone like says something they shouldn't that was like said in confidence and i'm guessing that cam said something about tiffany and like tiffany got really mad and now cam's blocked her but because i don't think if they just stayed kind of like aloof and distant that you would just block somebody like something had to happen that's fair that's a good, so we'll that's see. a really good theory. That's a really good theory. Um, Valentine's Day is around the corner, but even better, Galentine's Day is around the corner. Abby and I are doing something we've never done before, and we're doing a Zoom. We've thought about it all last year, honestly, and now's the time to do it. We want to celebrate Galentine's with you. So if you want to join in on the fun and just talk Bravo, drink wine, just have a good time. I mean, we there's no better time than to do that with us. You can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Real Moms of Bravo. You join, we'll Zoom, and you'll get access to exclusive content like The Bachelor. We're covering The Bachelor. We're giving some unpop. We have a new thing. We're doing unpopular opinions. Um, we're talking about headlines. We're covering Netflix shows that we're binging. We're doing all sorts of things there. So feel, please, please, please check that out if you want to support us. And with that, we are at our shout out of the week. And I am giving my shout out of the week to the TikTok feta pasta. Vanessa, I know you're trying it tomorrow night. I tried it tonight. It is seriously life-changing. I never thought I would get such a great recipe off TikTok. I'm very excited. We just interviewed Liliana Vasquez 
And I saw it on her page and that's kind of, I was like, this looks really easy. I want to try it. And I'm so glad that you gave it rave reviews. I think we all, pasta, like who doesn't like pasta, doesn't like cheese, who doesn't like tomatoes. I'm very excited to have it tomorrow. You're going to love it. It's really, really good. Um, So you guys give it a try, DM us and let us know how you like it. The best way to get our attention when you're DMing us, though, a spoiler, we respond to every message. But if you follow us and tell us you're following us, it just makes our day that much better. So please, please, you know the spiel. Follow us on Instagram. Join our Patreon. $3. You can do the Zoom and listen to a lot of great content. Also, if you're not already subscribed to our podcast, please do so. And when you hit subscribe, hit five stars. If you've got 30 seconds, um, please leave a great review. It helps us get people like Liliana, Dr. Tiffany Moon. We've got a couple people that we are, we call it courting, that we're trying to get on the show. And uh, just having you know a good engagement from our listeners makes us that more attractive to those uh, people that we're trying to get. So Thank you guys so much for your support. And with that, we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.